0: This podcast is intended as general information only and is not to be relied upon as legal, financial, or professional advice. A professional advisor should be consulted regarding your specific situation. It is also not an offer to sell or purchase Edgepoint investment funds.
1: Forgetting the lessons of 2020 Calling 2020 an abnormal year is an understatement. In a matter of weeks in March 2020, everyone's normal behaviors and habits were forced to change. Fortunately, Many of these new routines are already proving to be temporary. Based on recent mobility trends in geographies with high vaccination rates, people are starting to forget the lessons of 2020. The stock market also displayed some unusual behaviors in 2020. Successful investments in stocks, which represent ownership claims on businesses, display specific characteristics. Empirically, companies that demonstrate strong profitability, returns on capital, and have attractive valuations will typically do well over time. However, in 2020, many investors deviated from identifying companies with these attributes, instead favoring businesses with the exact opposite characteristics. 2020, the year of irrational investing. One of the best performing investment strategies in 2020 was simply buying businesses that had the fastest revenue growth without any concern for any other fundamental or valuation measures. In 2020, investors became enamored with work-from-home stocks and rapidly growing sectors such as electric vehicles, green energy, online gambling, and cannabis. If you bought only the businesses with the fastest revenue growth in 2020, you would have outperformed the market by 13%. At first blush, this may seem like a sensible investment strategy. Any rational business owner would like a business with growing revenues. However, The reality is that this growth must be measured in relation to the costs and amount of capital required to achieve that growth. It's not very difficult to build a business that displays revenue growth if you're spending multiples of revenue to support that result. Therefore, a rational business owner would never make decisions based on revenue growth without considering many other important factors, including profitability measures such as return on capital. Fortunately, over longer periods of time, the stock market tends to reflect this common sense point of view. From 2006 to 2019, buying the businesses with the fastest growing revenue and without regard for other fundamental or valuation characteristics would have resulted in underperformance of 2% per year when compared to the market's return. Another one of the best performing investment strategies of 2020 was buying the businesses that generated the worst returns on equity. Yes, In 2020, if you invested your hard-earned savings and bought businesses with the lowest returns on equity, you would have outperformed the market by 14%. If this doesn't make sense to you, then you're not alone. It doesn't make sense to any rational business person either. Fortunately, this appears to be another anomaly of 2020. If you employed this investment strategy from 2006 to 2019, you would have underperformed the market by 2% per year. By this point, you're probably starting to see that acting irrationally proved to be a successful investing strategy in 2020. But here's another example. If you bought the most expensive businesses, as measured by trailing free cash flow yield, you would have outperformed the market by 15% in 2020. However, it's no surprise that using this strategy over the long term wouldn't have been successful. If you just bought the most expensive businesses between 2006 and 2019, you would have underperformed the market by 4% per year. We could continue listing factors that perform well over the past year that haven't performed well historically, but by this point, I think you get my drift. Investing in companies with unattractive business qualities and high valuations doesn't tend to work well for investors over the long term. At EdgePoint, we believe investing is most successful when it's most businesslike. Our edge stems from applying this approach consistently. Our approach doesn't work every day, Every month or even every year, but our approach has built wealth for investors over the long term. In March 2020, we hosted a series of national conference calls for investors to address the volatility in the market and highlighted some opportunities we were seeing at the time. In the online version of this commentary, we highlight the six businesses we talked about on this conference call, the revenue of each business in 2020, what happened to the share price from the beginning of 2020 to the bottom reached in March 2020 and what happened to each business's share price since its low point from last year to the end of March 2021. The businesses we identified as opportunities were FlowServe, Crown Holdings, CSX, Richemont, Barry Global, and Shoshado. All of these businesses at the peak of the crisis last year had experienced dramatic share price declines. However, we believe that the disruptions brought on by the pandemic would be temporary and manageable. We also had a view that wasn't widely held by others, of how these businesses could grow over the long-term. Now, with the benefit of hindsight, if we look at the average year-over-year change in revenue for these businesses, their revenues decreased by an average of only 3% in 2020, while the average decline in their share price was 44%. It's dislocations like these between the share prices and company fundamentals that provide opportunities for those who understand what a business is really worth. All the businesses have recovered significantly from the depths of March, and the average share price is 16% higher compared to where these businesses were valued before the pandemic. Our portfolios also experienced pleasing returns over this short-term time period. However, relative to other portions of the market, such as those with the fastest revenue growth, lowest returns on equity, or highest valuations, our portfolios have underperformed. Fortunately, our investment approach has historically added the most value for investors when it appeared to have missed the mark in the short term. If history is a guide, actions taken during periods when we may look wrong set the foundations for pleasing long-term returns. For the 10-year period ending March 31, 2021, the F-series of our global portfolio grew 13.2% per year. This compares favorably to the 10-year performance of the strategies that worked well in 2020. To help contextualize this outperformance, in dollar terms, $20,000 invested in the F series of our global portfolio would have grown to almost $70,000 over the past 10 years. When we compare this to the strategies of buying the fastest revenue growth companies, businesses with the lowest returns on equity, or companies with the highest valuations, these strategies would have only grown that same $20,000 to an amount between $42,000 and $53,000. Behaving like a rational business person wasn't rewarded in 2020 but it is and will continue to be important over the long term. Much like our social behaviors in 2020, we think certain stock market behaviors in 2020 are an anomaly. In turn, if investors want to set themselves up for long-term success, they should continue to focus on sound investing and business fundamentals and put little emphasis on the lessons learned in 2020.
0: Information presented is believed to be factual and up-to-date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. This is not an endorsement or recommendation of any security. EdgePoint Investment Group may be buying or selling positions in securities mentioned. No endorsement of any third parties or their advice, opinions, information, products, or services is expressly given or implied by EdgePoint Investment Group. This podcast contains certain statements that may be deemed forward-looking, Please note that any such statements are not guarantees of any future performance results, and the actual results or market developments may differ materially from these statements. The whole or any parts of this podcast may not be reproduced, copied, transmitted, or disclosed to third parties without the consent of EdgePoint Investment Group.